0: This is our podcast song. It isn't
1: very long. (laughs) Hello. Hi, Sarah. (laughs) Hi, Christina. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to Laughing with Ginger. The podcast where two feisty redheads with a loud laugh, share crazy stories, play games, and spread silliness and joy. That little space lady magenta over there... um, is my partner in crime on the Laughing with Gingers podcast, Christina oh, and Curry? That is
0: Sarah Elephant, aka Prankster Monk,
1: and my co-host of Laughing with Gingers. <laughs> you do your hair does look like magenta? Yeah,
0: it's um freshly dyed and oh, like
1: very much, and it's all its glory. <laughs> It um so everyone picture Rocky Horror Picture mm-hmm. Show and just imagine the maid slash um woman from where did they come from Transsexual Trans- 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 Transylvania <laughs> Um and they were from outer yeah. space <laughs>
0: It's very confusing. <laughs> that's what
1: that's that's what Christina's hair looks like. Um I love no. it. I love it. Um, I think this is the second week in a row, or no, maybe not in a row, but the second time in recent history that this that Rocky Horror Picture Show has yeah, come up. it
0: has, and um, <laughs> and I'm okay with it. <laughs> and I also drove by the theater that plays the Rocky Horror Picture Show at midnight that you can go to. That's over by me in Santa Monica. And I said out loud, the next time Sarah's in town, Angie, we need to take her here. <laughs>
1: so it's still there. It's still playing. And we need to go. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. Um, well, speaking of history, Ooh. today <laughs> we are covering dumb events in history. I, went,
0: I took it a step further and found
1: people being dumb in Dumb events in history. <laughs> That's so, funny. so I was going to play a mm-hmm. game, um, and it was going to be dumb events in history or shit Sarah <laughs> up. But they were actually all accurate events in history. So it felt very mean once I saw your face. So now I'm just gonna okay. share them.
0: <laughs> I'm like a baby deer that you don't want to shoot. <laughs> oh my goodness
1: i love it um so before we roll in though i do want to shout out the inspiration for this um episode because this was my suggestion um so there is a tiktok channel that is called stuccooey I want to say is how you say it. Um, It's Stephen Bell and he does, he has a playlist that's Dumb Events in History and they're so funny. So um, that inspired me to do my own research into Dumb Events in History. And um, yeah, so you should check it out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. Do you want...
1: My first yeah, day event. Yeah, I do. I
0: wonder if we like brought the same events. I doubt it because I brought like when oh, someone's being dumb in this event. So
1: I doubt we brought the same one. I mean, some of them are dumb, and people are being dumb. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's hard to tell. I know there are a couple that you didn't bring, mm. but it's possible you brought okay. this one. All right, let's hear it. Did you know? Millions of dollars worth of maple syrup was stolen between 2011
0: and 2012. No, I didn't know that. In
1: Canada. <laughs> I did not know that. So it was over 500,000 gallons. Um, and the thieves were stealing it because they wanted to sell it on the black market, which sounds uh-huh. crazy, but... um. It's actually really valuable. So at the time, it was um, by weight maple syrup was worth 13 times what crude oil was worth. What? Holy crap. Right? Right? Liquid gold. So what they did was they – I know. Liquid tree gold. Canadian liquid tree gold. (laughs) So they siphoned the syrup into different containers to seal it, and then they refilled the barrels with water um, to match the mm. weight. And for a full year, they got away with it, but then they got lazy and stopped refilling the barrels. and. Got- oh, yeah. Can't be lazy when you're being a thief. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work
0: out uh-uh, so well. No, no. Dang, I guess they were making money (laughs) off of it if they, like, kept it up and were, like, continuing to do it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like an easy thing. No, and, like, what's the payoff there? Like, I guess it was good enough to keep doing it.
1: That's so weird. Yeah. I mean, oil is worth a lot more right now. Although I don't know what crude oil is. I should have looked it up. I don't
0: either, (laughs) but… Maybe it's surpassed maple syrup.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe. maybe. Probably not. <laughs> uh do you want to go or you want do me to? Do another one. Going? Do another one. Okay. Did you know the pyramids were built by drunks? <laughs> um uh no. <laughs> So they weren't built by slaves, common, which is a common misconception. Evidently, this is from uh, the modern. I was literally world. gonna say, so, I think
0: they're slaves, but then I'm like, wait, were the slaves drunk? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um, they, the workers building the pyramids, were paid. They just weren't paid in traditional currency. Their wages were straight up beer. <laughs> So they got paid four to five liters a day, which is the equivalent of an entire mini keg every single day of the week. Oh, my God. Whoa. (sighs) And um, some scholars believe that if it hadn't been for the vast supply of beer, the pyramids never would have been built to begin with. I
0: would have thought (laughs) the opposite. Like, they're too drunk to get shit done.
1: (sighs) You'd think I mean they were out like in the sun right right
0: i I mean, I'm kind of drunk though when I'm like um out at burning Man and we're trying to build camp and it it you're you are a little numb to the intense heatness of the desert when you're drunk, so I'm wondering that might actually i it kind of makes sense.
1: I can't picture it for myself, mm-hmm. but I am not a good hot person. (laughs) I'm a person who's like, it's hot. I need to go sit. Yeah, you
0: would have been a (laughs) terrible drunk slave.
1: (laughs) So I guess because they technically were paid, then they don't count as. I guess so. I mean, they may have been apprehended from other areas unwil- and unwillingly taken away from their families. I No, I did not do that much research into this. And I believe that was why we were raised thinking they were slaves, but they got paid in mm-hmm. booze.
0: Good for them.
1: <laughs> I mean, life should be a party. You work hard, you yeah. play hard.
0: Yeah, airport time all the time. <laughs>
1: Airport time all the time.
0: (gasps) Oh, God. All right. Oh, boy. Well, let me give you one. So this is a moment that happened in history where someone played it dumb. So Walter Hunt invented the safety pin while he was living in Brooklyn way back in 1849. He, like, immediately turned around and sold the patent for $400, like, right away, and probably thought, yes, I created this safety pin, and I just got 400 bucks out of it. Well, he ended up dying penniless, and by that point, when he died, there were, like, a billion safety pins in the world, you know, and annually producing even more than that. So yeah he definitely played
1: it real dumb <laughs> <laughs> he did not get the most out of that
0: no deal. no <laughs> the little saying in the article says talk about pricking yourself
1: <laughs> i almost just did a spit take and i upset though. <laughs> Clouseau is staring at me oh very my God, upset. Oh, God, I know.
0: It was kind of a funny high-pitched squeak that you did there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay, I, have an, I have another
0: one. Okay. Um, okay, Colonel Tom Parker, which is Elvis Presley's manager, or was Elvis Presley's manager, I find it really funny that they call him Colonel Tom Parker instead of just like Tom Parker. <laughs> like, um, was he an active duty and also Elvis Presley's manager at the same time?
1: <laughs> or did he have a really good chicken recipe? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> it was Memphis. It was. After all. You're
0: right. You're right. Uh, lots of colonels walking around. <laughs> Making fried chicken. Um, Okay, so he wanted to profit directly off of Elvis, uh, like Elvis Presley's record, like off of an Elvis Presley record through his own label. But because Presley was under contract with RCA, Parker, um, you know, greedily Parker figured he could release an album that was strictly just the spoken word of Elvis instead of actual music. So then that was like a loophole around RCA's contract. So the album's called Having Fun With Elvis On Stage, and it was an absolute disaster. It actually contained no songs because he legally couldn't have any songs and was literally just Elvis's banter to his live audience in between songs, which was pretty much just like mumbling a joke here and there and critics called it like it was like an like an an absolute disaster like instantly and they um called uh the colonel <laughs> a, a a carnival freak show they were like this is like insane and uh r c a ended up claiming the rights to that album anyway, so even if it had done good, it he still would have made nothing on it.
1: <laughs> oh my god that's like that's like when people give wedding toasts and they stand up and they do a bunch of inside yeah, jokes. No- and everyone's sitting there, and they like don't know what you're talking about, and they're just like, "This is so yeah." Uncomfortable. Like only
0: one person is laughing. This is so taco taco. <laughs>
1: yeah, and the other person in the couple doesn't even get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like like in bridesmaids when she kept trying to outdo the other bridesmaid and saying like the those oh, yeah. <laughs> kristen wick kept saying like inside jokes that no one else was getting
1: <laughs> oh my god my spirit animal i know kristen that Wig. movie is freaking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> all right what more do you have did you know that President Andrew Jackson's parrot was kicked out of his funeral for cursing too much.
0: That is amazing. Is this parrot so this might
1: also And can we I go read it?
0: I would pay to see that.
1: Oh my god. Are you ready for yeah, the details? Absolutely. So it is admittedly incredibly difficult to claim that Andrew Jackson was a particularly good dude. Um, so it may come as no surprise that Jackson's pet parrot was also kind of a jerk.
0: <laughs>
1: Miraculously, Jackson managed to die in his bed at the ripe old age of 78, despite his penchant for challenging random people to do. Oh, my God.
0: What an adult
1: child! <laughs> <laughs> yes, and despite his issues, Jackson's funeral was well attended, um, and thousands showed up to play- to pay their respects. Even though um, this was a period of time when every method of transportation was incredibly slow and per- and practically guaranteed a chapped butt, <laughs> so claims a uh, modern rogue and. <laughs> which you know I I could I could imagine also you know maybe discomfort mm-hmm. in the back but that's you know yeah, yeah. um despite <laughs> but despite all those attendees the most notable guest at the service was Jackson Jackson's parrot before the sermon could even begin, mourners heard a loud commotion. Jackson's parrot was reportedly unleashing a volley of cuss words at anybody within earshot. He was swearing so much he had to be forcibly removed from the house. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, he was like everybody at the Applebee's bar after 10 p.m. <laughs> and- there's not a lot of written about the relationship Jackson had with this foul mouthed parrot, but it's fairly safe to assume the bird wasn't just acting out because he missed his former master.
0: <laughs> oh, Lord, that's hilarious. That's like his final, like Andrew Jackson's final, like, F you world. I'm going to. Why are they taking a parrot to a funeral anyway? Get the, on the you invite know? list. <laughs> it's
1: very, very weird.
0: <laughs> Who does that?
1: That is my first question too. Like, how did the parrot make the cut? <laughs> uh, did he have the RSVP? <laughs> <laughs> And how – why forcibly removed – define forcibly removing a parrot yeah, from a Yeah, you just funeral, pick up please. the cage and, like,
0: leave. It's not like the parrot's fighting you. Like, no! Hands off, motherfucker! <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, yes. you asshole! <laughs> oh, my God. I wish – like, okay, if I had a time machine, I've now decided – when I want to go back in time, at what point in history, <laughs> when it, I want to see that event unfold.
1: <laughs> I'm also curious what they considered were like real curse words at that time know, I know. Too.
0: I know. <laughs> oh my God. I just like whatever's happening in my head, I'm sure it was even better in real
1: life. Yeah. <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh my god i'm sure the people were so offended. yeah like oh, how, god. the audacity of that parrot <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh boy uh you yeah want another one did you know The Dutch defeated the Spanish in the 80 Years' War with ice skates. No, No. ice (laughs) skates were like a thing back then. (laughs) Yep, apparently. So back in the 1500s, the Netherlands were owned by Spain and Spain was... As you probably know, pretty Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, when the Spanish King Philip II heard um, that the revolutionary Protestants, like Martin Luther King, um, or sorry, Martin Luther Derp, <laughs> uh, not King. I
0: was like, wait, I'm sorry, did we just jump forward in history?
1: <laughs> significantly <laughs> By forward, a lot. like 200 years. Yeah. Like so far forward um, and not, not 200 years. I just looked back at the date. It's the 1500s. <laughs> a little bit more than that. <laughs> just a switch, just a switch. Um, so when Philip II heard that Martin Luther nailed the 95 theses to the doors of churches and demanded religious reform, Philip became a missionary of sorts and decided to stab at to stab any dutch people that didn't want to be catholic stab you i know i was literally about to ask Um, like wait like literally stabbing so i know this is shocking Mm -hmm. but the dutch weren't exactly thrilled with this method of conversion really (laughs) that seems odd (laughs) bowed in what's now known the Eighty Years' War.
0: <laughs> they took a stab at it. <laughs> they took a stab at it.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I love it. Good Thank one, you. Good Thank one. you. <laughs> as far as the Dutch could tell, the only thing between them and victory was the fact that they were hope- hopelessly outnumbered and outmatched. Mm-hmm. Minor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Minor. So they pulled a fast one and flooded a third of the country before the Spanish could reach Amsterdam on foot
0: flooded like with water the so, okay with water, yeah,
1: so um it did it forced the Spanish to turn around and come back at Amsterdam from the mm-hmm. sea and by the time they got their ships to Amsterdam, the water surrounding the city. Had frozen solid, so um, the entire Dutch navy was literally suspended in ice, like a bunch of goobers. <laughs> so says modern Rook, um, eager, <laughs> <laughs> eager to stab them some Dutch. <laughs> the Spanish soldiers leapt from their ships and headed toward the Dutch fleet over the frozen waters. But there's one thing that the Netherlands has always been good at and it's ice skating. The Spanish quickly learned that like uh <laughs> basically it was a giant hockey Oh race, my and goodness. And the Spanish soldiers gingerly <laughs> stepped across the ice toward yeah mm-hmm. you liked that i i could tell. Um stepped across the ice toward the Dutch fleet um the Dutch soldier, soldiers were moving at incredible speeds. They would appear out of nowhere, pepper the Spanish with musket fire, and then promptly disappear. Terrified, the Spanish retreated, but hundreds and hundreds of them were picked off by these phantom Dutch soldiers. When the Spanish finally managed to pick off a couple of them, they realized the Dutch army was wearing ice skates and literally skating circles around them. As far as they could tell, this was the only time in history that being good at ice skating resulted in beating somebody else up. Uh, Eventually, the Spanish would design a bunch of skates for themselves, but they were never as good as the mighty Dutch, and a mere 80 years later, the Netherlands won their freedom to skate however they chose.
0: uh, That's great. (laughs) That'd be interesting to have been there in that moment in history too.
1: Yeah, all all these parts of it, like, psst, yeah. psst. hey, you ca- you Catholic, yeah, I'm gonna stab you. No, <laughs> I'm gonna stab you.
0: <laughs> I'm like, how many people got stabbed before they like knocked it off? Went to yeah.
1: war for eighty yeah, years. It's
0: ridiculous. Humans are just
1: ridiculous. It's yes, I I agree. Um, do you want to give me one and then we'll take a yeah, quick break? All right, so or do you want to take a no, break I'll give first? You this one, I'll give you this one. So it's George
0: the Second, and um he was so constipated and exerting himself so much on the toilet that his heart literally <laughs> burst, and that's how he died. oh oh my god what were you eating george the second and maybe you should have talked to a doctor (laughs) because that's terrible now you are going you have gone down in history as like a bursting heart because you were forcing yourself to shit so much on the toilet that's embarrassing (laughs) for you
1: Oh my god, the poor guy. I know, but like,
0: oh my God.
1: It's embarrassing. Couldn't he find anyone to disimpact him? (laughs) Such a funny word, disimpact. You just stick your finger up there and circle it around a little. Oh my
0: god. I saw a video where they were disimpacting an elephant and they had ponchos on. But no other protection, and the the literal like spray, like it was like a fire hose of shit. Once the elephant's like initial like hard, cho- I'm like I want to throw up. Like thinking about the video, it got all like the the video stopped, and the two people looked at the video dripping in like elephant shit oh, all over no. their like exposed. Faces and like arms because you know, a poncho doesn't fucking cover you. Gross, it feels like a hazmat suit. Situation. Yeah, like you need to be covered head to toe if you're trying to disembowel an elephant, like their poop hole is above your head. Disembowel, I mean, just dis- disimpact. <laughs> dis- dis-
1: let's you know, not disembowel. <laughs> elephants.
0: Dis- Their butthole is like high (laughs) up, like a shower. What do you expect is gonna happen when? Yeah, (laughs) shower shit. Oh my god! Oh god, that's so that's another dumb moment in history. What did you think was gonna happen, you silly poncho wearing people? But thank you for. For disimpacting that elephant, I'm sure it felt way more comfortable.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. I bet it was a very happy mm-hmm. elephant later mm-hmm. that day. <laughs> Even though there's a video of it pooping on the yeah, internet. Yeah, I don't think it cares. Gen- yeah, generally speaking, that's not a good day. But <laughs> you know, for this guy or girl, or I would yeah. assume so. And on that note. <laughs> We will be right back on Laughing with Gingers, and we are back on Laughing with Gingers. I, of course, am Sarah Alipin, your co-host, and I am joined, as always, by the amazing <laughs> little peacocky lady over there, Christina Curry.
0: <laughs> da 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 da! That was a really good intro. <laughs>
1: It's got to be different every time. It's whatever strikes yeah, my fancy. Yeah, I get it. I get it.
0: All right. So, are we, are you ready to talk about Joseph Stalin?
1: <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Yes, I so, am.
0: So, okay. Obviously, we know he's kind of known to be a little unpleasant and kind of nasty. And I think that might have
1: cost him his life. So, his guard. Wait, question. Mm-hmm. Do you think he had a parrot that was as unpleasant as he was? Probably. (laughs) And does it make you like an asshole more when they have a foul-mouthed It does. I'm going to be honest. It does.
0: It really (laughs) does. I was like, ooh, actually, Andrew Jackson sounds a little more interesting than I thought he was.
1: Like, sure, he was yeah. racist and, Sex you know, probably... forced people off their <laughs> land. Yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> but he had a parrot
0: that cussed. <laughs> yeah, parrot. Parrot. <laughs> foul mouth, parrot. Yeah, foul mouth parrot.
1: Foul. I got it. The You are. I could not be more impressed with you. I'm impressed with, with myself, to be honest. <laughs> As you mm-hmm, should be. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so Joseph Stalin um petrified his guards so much. Like they didn't want to disobey him. Um and did everything he said. They even he even said like do not disturb me in my bedroom. And like and they were so like scared of him that they followed that rule so much. So when he actually didn't make it out of his bedroom after the sun came up on March the 1st, 1953, Everyone sort of like stood around like, oh, what should we do? Like they didn't know what to do. Um, They were too afraid to knock. They were too afraid to open the door. They were like just fucking petrified. And it wasn't until close to midnight that same day that they finally like peeked in. They got the courage and they like peeked in, opened the door just a crack, and they found Stalin splayed out on the floor, alive, but marinating in his own urine. (laughs) He suffered a stroke and would be dead within four days after that. So maybe don't be a jerk and you might live longer,
1: basically. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like it was the Middle Ages, you know? It's like recent enough that he could have gotten medical Mm -hmm. treatment.
0: Exactly, like he might have actually lived, but he was like his own
1: worst enemy. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I'm, he mm-hmm. sucked. He yeah, sucked. You know his. I want to say his daughter owns a record shop in Portland, Oregon. Really?
0: Is did she yeah. keep the last name? <laughs>
1: Something tells me probably no, <laughs> but I might have to Google it. <laughs> I would drop that last name like it's hot. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like the Hitler descendants and how they like changed their last name and also said we are – they all like – didn't they all say we're not re- we're like procreating? Like none of them had children because they they wanted the bloodline to end with them.
1: Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they all
0: agreed amongst each other. We're not having children. What if we birth another Hitler?
1: Mm-hmm. What a responsibility I to bear.
0: <laughs> Seriously.
1: Literally bear. <laughs> not good. Oh man. Um, okay, question. I don't remember the answer mm-hmm. to this. Uh did you see the Pentagon when you were here? Because it's like right next to my house. No, I did not. So, the Pentagon is where, when you get lost in Arlington, mm-hmm. Virginia, you inevitably end oh, up. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> well, I lost. I so. don't know why.
1: <laughs> like, every time you get lost, you end up stuck at the freaking Pentagon. I'm sure we drove past it. I can't really remember what we did. Did? did we barely, leave my house? I can't barely. remember. Um, it was a busy, busy work mm-hmm. thing. So we I don't think we did anything mm-hmm. fun particularly other than just, you know, be in yeah. the same mm-hmm. space. But um so it's like right right here. Um, but that makes this even funnier to me. So the Pentagon was built the way that it is. Uh, because it was actually supposed to be somewhere else, built somewhere Whoa. else. So, you know, it's a, it has five yes. sides. That's why it's called yes. a Pentagon. Uh, that much I know. <laughs> um, with like a little. <laughs> um. So you would probably assume the Pentagon is built that way for some sort of military purpose, like it's harder to attack or something because it has five walls and enemies can never pick which side or something like that but like most american achievements it was not quite such brilliant reasoning behind it so the the pentagon was um when the pentagon was originally planned it was supposed to fit neatly between five separate roads the location picked for the site was so weirdly shaped that most of the design time was wasted figuring out how to cram their sprawling military building into such a strange, constrained area. Hi, Bowie. I know you have opinions about American building. Me too. Eventually, one junior draftsman came up with a flaky or a freaky Pentagon shape that could just barely squeeze into where it needed to be. And after much deliberation and fine-tuning, the other architects managed to twist that idea into something they all agreed was ugly, but did have one nice feature, according to Socrates Thomas Stathes. <laughs> that Hopefully was I said that right. name. <laughs> um, yeah. Who came up with the original idea, and that was it fit. <laughs> but of course... <laughs> After all that work, several people immediately complained that the proposed War Department headquarters would block the views from Arlington National Cemetery, which uh, also you didn't get to go there, but are some of the most amazing views of the Mm -hmm. city. Um, In fact, the reason Kennedy is buried where he is, is because he stood there on the hill and said... couldn't you just stay here forever oh that's kind of sad <laughs> so that is why he is buried there it is kind of sad um yeah it is it is definitely kind of sad but also like it's so i mean it's mm-hmm. so beautiful um okay so doo, 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 doo. uh this new location would have allowed them to design the building however they wanted but they were running out of time to get the whole project finished <laughs> um because they were building this like during, speaking of Hitler, during his regime as the Nazis were trying to take over Mm. Europe. So they didn't want to hold up the war headquarters. That makes sense. Um, So they slapped it together in its current location using the old design and commenced in dropping elbows um, on the forces of the ultimate douchebag. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs)
0: Oh, God. I mean, I think it's a cool-looking building.
1: It's fine. Um, It is crammed between a bunch of roads and giant parking lots and – Every time you get lost there and you have to pull into the parking lot to like get, try to turn around, it's terrifying because there are so many police officers there and they all like watch you because you clearly don't know what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, you don't doing. belong and they and they know it. I got pulled over there. Oh my god, were you speeding? <laughs> no, I I couldn't tell if I could turn down their signage is like a little bit. I think it's better now, but this was like when I was in college and I was going to work. Um and the, their signage was like unclear if it was one way. And it looked like all of the parking lot lanes went outward. So you couldn't like go down any of them. And it's surrounded by essentially mm-hmm. highways. Um, so if you go too far the wrong way, you end up back in DC. It's just a disaster. So I ended up like trying to turn into a parking spot instead of into the lane to try to turn around And the guy pulled me over because he was like, you clearly don't know what you're doing. And I was like, I'm just trying to turn around. (gasps) Ah! (laughs) And he was like, just turn around. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) That's where you need to break some – yeah,
1: break some rules. Yeah, I should have done it with confidence and I never would have gotten in trouble. But he was very nice to me about it with his ak 47 Oh, God. (laughs) So intimidating. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. it's scary there um okay anyway. cool. well
0: well uh, <laughs> henry the 13th if i know my numeral numbers correctly i could be wrong seemed like such a promising <laughs> young king but he grew increasingly paranoid during his turbulent reign aging through six wives and producing just one sickly male heir Henry grew obese too, weighing over 400 pounds at his death. Court officials, yeah, court officials assumed that a lead lined coffin would hold Henry's immense corpse. Not only were they wrong, the worst possible outcome was in store for them. During his funeral procession, Henry's corpse exploded in the coffin, <laughs> leaking diseased bodily fluids all along the street oh, no. so uh oh gross no. so
1: gross can you imagine oh oh god that's not that uncommon with people that like um have a lot of extra gases in their intestines Ooh, no 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 Ugh. and he was
0: like not healthy oh, god. Oh, god, just dripping. <laughs> Diseased. Yeah. So gross. I'm sorry I oh, ended on such so a gross. Can you imagine one. the smell? Oh my God, the
1: smell. <sighs> I wonder
0: if it was during summertime that the procession was happening.
1: <laughs> oh God, I hope it wasn't during a drought. Oh
0: God. Can you imagine if it was snowing? That's not pee in the snow. <laughs> oh God. Oh. God. Yeah, I ended on a gross one.
1: <laughs> oh god. Well, mine kind of makes up for it, although it is also kind of yeah. gross. Um and also in line with the our our Hitler kind of conversation. <laughs> cool. <laughs> did did you know Benito Mussolini? wrote a horrible romance novel oh my
0: god he wrote a romance novel no i did not know that i do know him but i did not know that about him
1: i did not know that either so when benito mussolini wasn't murdering and torturing his own citizens or lying about how that was okay because he totally made the trains run on time. Um, he was writing terrible historical mm-hmm. romance Get novels. Get
0: out of here. His own Pride and Prejudice version.
1: God, His only novel was called The Cardinal's Mistress ah! before um, he became a world-renowned brutal fascist.
0: Wait, he wrote so, this before uh, I, all his, like, t- oh, maybe?
1: Before he became a So maybe a if he was,
0: like, successful at it, that none of that would have happened.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He's, yeah. Huh? Well, let's find <laughs> out. <laughs> um but it wasn't widely published until about 6 years at, into his reign so like it wasn't published until he was already uh, in office office, office. will in in quotes presumably as <laughs> another form of ah. torture <laughs> oh god the person that wrote this article for modern rogue is it's like they they have an inner Yeah. Cell. Or I even enter this person. (laughs) Uh, Mussolini's novel attempts to retell the real life torrid love affair of a 17th century Catholic cardinal named Carlo Emanuele Madruzzo and his mistress, Claudia. God, why did I do this to myself? What am I? I know, I know. Particella. Sounded good. (laughs) Madruzzo's, uh, the was the, uh, sorry, had the holy hots for particella, yeah. but he couldn't marry her unless he, res- it's terrible. <laughs> he couldn't marry her unless he resigned as cardinal, which the Pope would not allow. Things got worse when Madruzzo spent the town's treasury trying to make, Particella like him, and then he killed his niece, and he buried the body accidentally. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty confusing Mm -hmm. story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Eventually, as a result of Particella's unwillingness to trade sexual favors for help from the unscrupulous Don Benizio, who was another priest— the romance abruptly ended when Particella was murdered via poisoned wine. Oh, so it goes. Whoa! The story itself is pretty boring, <laughs> but it's really Mussolini's epic prose that elevates it. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I'm going to wet my pants. <laughs> uh Hold on, I got to get my best Mussolini voice out. I don't have any idea what he sounded like. Okay, here we go. Don Benizio wept like a boy. And like a boy, he knelt at Claudia's feet. With broken phrases interrupted by terrible groans which burst from his breath. With words that were in turn puerile disordered, suave, and terrible, with the desperate gestures of one who had been crushed. He begged, love, pardon, (laughs) pity. Do not cast me into the abyss! Do not make me drain the bitter cup of vengeance! Cast a ray of light into my darkened soul! (laughs) Unsurprisingly, this book wasn't particularly well received in America.
0: <laughs>
1: the famed critic Dorothy Parker hilariously wrote in her review for The New Yorker while I am given a costume romance beginning from the church from the tiny churches within the new sorry, I need my Mussolini voice back for this.
0: but isn't it? Let the me chick start again this.
1: She's quoting him, and I acted as though it was still her, which wasn't going to go well. I saw it coming (laughs) already. Um, When I I am given a costume romance beginning from the tiny churches hidden within the newly budding verdure of, damn it, (laughs) of the valleys, the even song of the Ave Maria floated gently forth and died upon the lake. My only wish was that I too might float <laughs> gently forth and die. <laughs> and, and I'm not peculiar, or, uh, particular whether it's upon <laughs> sorry, and I'm not particular whether it's upon the lake or dry land. <laughs> I,
0: I just want to die.
1: <laughs> oh God oh
0: god (laughs) I wonder
1: if he had a parrot (laughs) and I wonder if it was found out (laughs) oh my god oh boy oh boy I I almost like want to read it for curiosity's sake but I feel like I would just start it and that I would just also won't
0: yeah die. <laughs> on what a lake or dry land
1: <laughs> an ocean in yeah. the
0: sky what? I'll take the audible version thank you <laughs> yeah, with my best yeah, Benito, read, by, uh... read by Sarah
1: <laughs> God you've gotten me twice now I've almost done a spit take <laughs>
0: Oh my God!
1: Oh Lord! Well, this was a fun episode. (laughs) It was a fun episode. I did not know quite how many dumb things there were. I know. I know. This is just scratching the surface. I mean, there's so so much much more.
0: more. Come on, there's a lot of dumb people out (laughs) there and dumb things happening. Let's be honest. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us on Laughing with Gingers.
1: We are so happy that you are listening to our silly podcast. And hey, if you want to send us some dumb events in history, we're here for it. (laughs) Christina, you want to tell them where they can find us on Instagram?
0: Laughing with Gingers.
1: And if we remember, we'll post something to tell you this episode is out.
0: (laughs) I'm going to have my pet parrot do it.
1: (laughs) Oh, Good. Oh, boy. And you can send us funny stories or ideas for episodes, all kinds of good stuff. We love it. And get
0: access to premium content, including ad-free episodes, swag special events, access to us, and more, starting at just... Three dollars. Check us out at patreon.com slash laughing
1: with gingers. And we have merch. We're working on some new stuff. We think you're gonna like it. Um, and by the way, I guess we should announce that we are now part of the boundless audio network. Oh yeah,
0: shout out to boundless.
1: (laughs) Woo-hoo!
0: (gasps) Uh, <gasps> all right, we'll tune in next week on uh, for Laughing with Gingers for more good times. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
1: Part of the Ballas Audio Podcast Network.